0: We present for your enjoyment, Chandu, the magician. And before our drama begins, we would like to suggest that probably you will like White King better than any other soap you have ever used. If you have a washing machine, listen. Get some White King from your grocer. Put some in your washer. Not so much, mind you, as the soap you've been using. Put in your clothes. Put in the water, but not so hot as the water you thought you had to have to get things clean. Then turn on the power, run your wash through, and just see with your own eyes what happens. We try to make this radio drama thrilling, but honestly, what a thrill you'll have when you see clothes washed with this different kind of soap. Save on your soap bill. Save on your gas bill. Save on your clothes bill. You'll say, I love White King granulated soap. Frank Chandler is an adept in the mystic secrets of the Far East, where he is known as Chandu, the magician. In India, by his occult powers, he is able to see a sinister dark man near the home of Chandler's widowed sister, Dorothy Regent, in California. Arriving suddenly in Beverly Hills, he learns that the rooms of Dorothy's husband, Robert, have been locked since his death at sea nine years ago. Chandler insists on searching the locked wing. Regent's valuable secret drawings and formulas have disappeared. Then, in a crystal ball, the family is shown a room in Egypt where an evil-looking man, calling himself Roxor, speaks of Robert Regent as if he were still alive. A moment later, Chandler discovers in the garden the sinister, turbaned figure who had brought him halfway across the world. Instantly, Chandler decides to go to Egypt at once. The present scene is a narrow street in the city of Alexandria. Chandu, the magician... Hey, Uncle Frank, what's that guy carrying over his shoulder? It's a goatskin skin full of lemonade.
1: Oh, let's get some. Drink out of those dirty tin cups. Dirty? Oh, mother. Come on. Two pairs of red slippers with a pair I say, darling. So which ones, Betty? All the shops seem to have them by the dozen. I mean, those. I right there hanging on the wall across the street. Uh-oh. If you can call it a street. It's more like an alley. Just be sure to bargain
0: if you're going to buy anything. Any of them. It's the only way to get a fair price over here. You're
1: right at home here, aren't you, Uncle Frank? Why wouldn't he be? I feel like I'm a long way from home. Yeah.
0: And
1: and I can't see how he got here so quick. Neither can I. It seems like yesterday we were sitting there in the living room seeing the princess in the crystal ball talking to that horrible man. And he said something about Daddy. Well, let's not talk about that now. Uh, Frank, can we go into that little cafe and have some coffee? It smells
0: awfully good. Well, no, Dorothy. You see, nice women don't visit native cafes over here. We can go back to the hotel if you
1: like. Oh, no, not yet. We just got here. Uncle Frank, how did we get
0: to Egypt so soon? Why worry about that, Bob? Who knows what yesterday really means? Well, it, it means twenty-four hours ago, doesn't it? <laughs> Does it? Oh, look! Down here's a shop where they serve coffee to their customers. Shall we go in?
1: Oh yes, let's do. There's a brass bowl I'd like. I want to tell you something, Frank. I'll get rid of the children for a minute. Uh, Bob, you go across to that shop with Betty while she buys some slippers. We'll wait here for you. Oh, okay. But you'll have to carry them yourself. I'm not going to lug stuff all over town. It's too hot.
0: <laughs> All right, Dod, what is it? You're not going to begin to ask questions about how we got here, I hope.
1: No, although I don't understand it any more than Bob and Betty do. <laughs> Frank, a man has been following us ever since we turned into this street.
0: I know. He's leaning against the doorway of the pastry stall.
1: What?
0: Don't turn around or He'll suspect we're talking about it.
1: What can he want?
0: Maybe just to keep us inside. Look down as if you were examining this embroidery. Look interested.
1: Oh, well, I'll try he can't be the man the princess called Roxor. I'd know that face anywhere.
0: No, no, this fellow's nothing like him. Is
1: he still there?
0: Yes. Don't look at that. Wait a minute.
1: Oh, don't go away, Frank.
0: I won't. Not yet. Here, let's sit on the leather cushions like real customers. The shopkeeper will be here in a moment. You know, I wish I'd come back from India sooner. Oh,
1: no, don't blame yourself, Frank. If you hadn't spent all that time studying in India, you'd never have known anything was wrong. Besides, it's done and we can't change it now.
0: As the Arabs say. What? They have a saying. Leave the ashes of your fire behind you in the desert. Look forward to the
1: oasis. You're making that up. Take my mind off of going home.
0: (laughs) Nothing of the kind.
1: Oh, I know you always... What is it? Has he been standing there all the time?
0: Oh, it's just the shopkeeper. Uh, Ben Ali, we want to look at the... Oh, you're not Ben Ali.
2: No, Effendi. Ben Ali has gone to make his pilgrimage to Mecca. The Effendi and the lady will have coffee while I drink beautiful silk. Thank
0: you. Didn't uh, Ben Ali leave a
2: message for me? No, Effendi. That's strange.
1: How could he have known you were coming
2: here, Frank? Perhaps Ben Ali believed you come much later when he is here.
0: Well, perhaps... At any rate, this is my sister, Mrs. Regent, and those two young people coming across the street are her son and daughter. Regent, uh,
2: Regent, yes.
0: Does that surprise
2: you? Oh, uh, oh, Effendi, it is. It is a strange name in Egypt. Uh, I I will bring sweetmeats and coffee.
0: Yes, please do. And later, I want to talk to you alone.
2: As you will, Effendi. I got
1: the slippers, mother. See. And um, do you know what? No, dear, what? When the man told me the price, I bargained with him like mad because Uncle Frank said Well, just to. a minute,
0: will you, Betty? Oh. Dorothy, you're facing the street as the man we saw following is still there. Careful, don't make much the other. No, he's gone, Frank. Hmm. There
1: may have been someone I should see. Hey, what is this? We've missed something, Beth. What happened, Uncle Frank? Yeah, we'll
0: tell you later. Dorothy, would you mind waiting here while I cross the street to see if I could find him?
1: Why, no, of course not, Frank. Well, don't worry, Uncle Frank. I'll keep an eye on Mom and Betty. I'll buy a few things while we're waiting. We'll be right here. Fine. Right. I won't be long. Oh, Mother. Doesn't this absolutely send you? Alexandria. Too it looks like. What do you think? A movie set. <laughs> and up there behind the lattice windows. Maybe there's a beautiful girl held captive by a big, fat man with a curved sword. Oh, Betty, must you be so gruesome? Why, Mother, you're not afraid, are you, darling? Right here in broad daylight? Oh, no, no, of course not. <laughs> well, let's look around a little. The shopkeeper's gone to bring us some coffee, but we can select a few things while we wait. Yes, yes. Bob, can you put these slippers in your pocket so I won't have to carry them? No, I told you I wasn't going to be a pack horse, Betty. Please. Oh, all right. Give him here. Thanks, Mother, does Uncle Frank go to ask that man where Princess Margie is? Hush, dear. I don't think we should talk about that where anyone might hear. We'll ask him about it when we get back to the hotel. Then maybe he'll bring her to see us. Imagine a real princess. I don't care whether she's a real princess or not, if she knows anything about your father. Well, we don't either. I guess you think we don't seem much interested in finding Dad, but we are. Only we can't remember much about him. Well, I can hardly remember him at all, Mother. And it's all mixed up with what you told us and the picture of him in your room at home. I can remember Dad telling me a story of, about a boy that got into a lot of exciting stuff. He always waited for me to ask the kid's name, and then he'd say... "Well, oh, I can remember just how he did it. He always said his name, son,
2: was Robert Regent. Oh! What's that? I am very sorry, sister of the offendee. I am clumsy. I knock bowls from shelves. Very sorry to frighten you. Oh, it's all right.
1: It's the very bowl you wanted to buy, isn't it, Mother? Why don't you get it so we'll be ready to go when Uncle Frank comes back? Uh, Yes, yes, all right. Hey, look, a double-edged knife and a red leather case. It's sharp, and I do mean sharp. Oh, the case is beautiful. All embroidered in gold thread. What about it, Mom? Okay, if I get it?
2: Find out how much it is. Um, look, uh... How much is this knife? Oh, young Cindy, you choose the finest knife in shop. Ben Ali bought it from young Bedouin, who sell it for love of ladies. Did he really? What happened? Young Bedouin loved poor young girl. He rich, many fine horses, many camels. Father not know he loved poor young girl. Young Bedouin come to Alexandria, follow girls, sell everything. Saddle, hunting belt, all. The poor lug. At last he have only his knife. Then I leave, buy it from him. Hmm. <laughs> Perhaps he killed many men. Who knows? Oh, put it down, Bob. He's only
1: kidding, aren't you? You don't mean that was true. Uh,
2: oh, I, I I. only telling story. far oh, please, young lady. Oh, well, let's get our things together, shall we? You like beautiful rug of silk? Made for prayer toward Mecca? Yes, I don't mind looking at it. Is it this one? Uh, No, no, Sister of the Offendee. Ben Ali keeps such beautiful rugs in upper room. You'd like to come up and see them? Let's do, Mother. Wait, let's see if Uncle Frank is coming.
1: I don't see we will only be a few minutes. Well, I suppose they're very expensive.
2: Yes, worth much money. Uh, Take many years to make. Uh, Some are old. Four hundred, five... Many did. Oh, I'd like to see what it's like up there. Come on, Mom, what can we lose? Yes, Mother,
1: isn't this fun? like a story. Well, you're not scared, are you, Mom? We're right here on the
2: street. Oh, no, of course not. Which way do we go? Through this curtain. Uh, walk upstairs, please. Uh, i come up after you. Shall I go first, Mom? All right. Goodness, it's dark
1: after the bright sunlight in the
2: street. Oh, it'll be light when we get up there.
0: Where is Mrs. Regent and her children?
2: They have gone to Upper Room to look at beautiful rugs, Effendi. Your sisters say I am to ask you come also.
0: Oh,
2: very well. Through the uh, You see the stairs, Effendi? Yes, thanks. I see them. <laughs> Regent. And with them, Chandu, the magician. By the sacred mule of the prophet, Roxxar will reward me well.
0: Our drama has come to a close until tomorrow night. But there's drama, and maybe magic, in millions of homes where White King soap is used. Once upon a time, people thought they should buy two or three kinds of soap one for washing machine and dishpan maybe one or two for dainty things like lingerie and stockings. But more and more people discovered White King, the one and only soap you ever need, no matter who you are, where you live, or what you have to wash. Your husband may be an engineer, or he may work in a bank. You may have sheets and pillowcases no end to wash, or you may live in a hotel with no laundering problem other than your nylons. Listen to these wonderful words. White King wonderful words. White King gets out the stubbornest dirt. White King protects as with a caress, the daintiest fabrics. Know what you'll say, do you? You'll say this: I love White King. Chandu the Magician is presented for your enjoyment every weekday evening. Your announcer is Howard Culver. The makers of White King invite you to listen tomorrow at this time when the story resumes. Chandu the Magician. This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System.